by Riverside. Dude, Michigan, and that's how she is sometimes. Um, welcome to Garage Takes, everybody, season two. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, positive comment, it goes a long way. Um, I know you're expecting this podcast episode to be very doom and gloom. But, and it will be at times, I can probably promise you that. However, it can't be that doom and gloom because, Brant, would you like to introduce our guest tonight? It's the one and only Patrick Michael Schiffer. Welcome to the garage, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. I uh, am happy to be here. It's an honor to be a guest. I'm an avid follower. Oh, an avid follower. Did you hear that, Dave? We have one. We have one. All all the way out in New Jersey, Pat. How's the how's the uh, the weather out there right now? Because I can tell you that I can see my breath right now in my garage, and I'm covered up with this blanket. That's, I'm glad you have a blanket for yourself. It's been like in the <laughs> '60s here the last couple weeks, which is uh, well, the last week I should say, um, which has been pretty nice. Okay, hey man, you uh, and uh, for you to join us right now is awesome for one, but courageous for two because uh, Pat's battling COVID right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, I'm on the upswing. But yes, if I sound like uh, a couple, uh, you know, a little deeper voice than normal, that's what I'm. That's what I'm dealing with. But no, everything's good. Thank you. Easy, dude. Sorry about that. All right, bless me. Thank me. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have way too fun doing this episode tonight. So, uh, for for those of you that that don't know. I know anybody in the uh, Ovid Elsey area that uh, is listening to this knows who me, Brant, and Pat are. But for those of you that, that don't know, I know I've introduced me and Brant as growing up as uh, best friends since preschool. And uh, Pat is right in that crew, too. He's in the uh, the preschool squad, as we like to call it. So uh, we uh, we all go back quite a bit there, boys. Pat, Pat, though, not a Cowboys fan. No, not a Cowboys so... fan. The fact, the fact that you two are from the state of Michigan... And our Cowboys fans is absolutely heinous. I just, I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't really, whatever. I'm over it. Okay. I'm wearing my Aiden Hutch. Pat- For anyone listening right now, I'm wearing my Aiden Hutchison jersey because these guys asked me to come on the show, so I had to represent. There's only one guy in this call that's done a, a flyover in an F-16 over a, a, an Eagles <laughs> game, and it's not me or Brandt, all right? <laughs> it's not me or Brandt. Fair enough. So... All right, man. Hey, well, dude, we are beyond excited that you are here, and it's going to make a uh, doom and gloom episode a little bit more fun. So, well, boys, Michigan, I almost just had a feeling that this was going to happen. I, I didn't, if you listen to the episodes, I probably didn't sound like I had a feeling, but I, there was something, I just had a bad feeling about it. It just, it was too good to be true, the matchup against TCU. Michigan was going to win in the trenches. This was going to be a Jim Harbaugh kind of a game. It's going to be able to score at will. Michigan was stronger, and they were not. And clearly, TCU was the uh, better team. Sonny Dykes clearly had uh, Jim Harbaugh outcoached that game. Michigan looked outmatched. And 
I mean, we are six days removed from that game, and I am actively seeking a therapist still. I will solidify that. Um, but, man, I don't know about you guys, dude. New Year's Eve was tough. David almost got tougher at, a, like, 11.59, yeah. or right when the ball was, dropped. It almost got that, tough. That was the silver lining for me for that whole evening was when we were watching the ball drop. I was in a local dive bar, a very nice establishment, very close to the main in Ovid, if anyone's familiar. And we see the the, the shanked kick go up and the balls dropping overboard. So like, everyone's screaming. Um, it was great. It was yeah. Great. Probably where I got COVID. Yeah. That... Hey. Well, I, I do think that uh, that is the silver lining of the night. I mean, I, I can't imagine having to end that night and it looked like it for a while with Ohio State going to the national championship and likely probably beating TCU. I mean, I would think that Georgia will probably destroy TCU. I mean, I guess while we're there on that topic, what do you guys think about that that matchup? Is there anything to talk about there? Go ahead, Pat. Uh, I mean, I don't really have much for the matchup itself. I just I think one of the things, I, I want to see TCU win that game at this point. I don't want to see Georgia get another title. That's all I got on it. Really, that's super interesting to me because I'm kind of on the other side of the fence. Man, if if TCU gets this done, I'm just always going to have that feeling like in the back of my mind or, or in the bottom of my gut of like, what could have been? I mean, we're already kind of there, but odds are Georgia would have been the favorite against Michigan. They probably would have been four and a half, five point favorites, I feel like. And <laughs> if 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 TCU wins this thing, it's just going to be like, oh, my God, we really let this one slip away. And the, the most frustrating part about it all is we beat ourselves. That's probably the one thing that this team, this program, all of the fans have to live with for the rest of their lives is, yep, the great white buffalo, the one that got away. Wow. That was a great reference. I don't know. I feel like there are two scenarios that I will be happy with. And one scenario I'll be unhappy with. The first scenario is if Georgia just goes in and destroys TCU, I'd just not feel as bad. Michigan would have been an underdog anyway. I think I can convince myself at that point, like, we probably weren't beating Georgia this year. Um, whether that be true or not, I, I, I do think that uh, um, I can convince myself of that. So a blowout would be okay. TCU wins, I'll just be excited. Then it's like, ah, oh, dude, everyone's making fun of Michigan. Like, ah, you looked past TCU. And then it's like, ha ha, Georgia, you did too. <laughs> yeah, the dogs did too. But I, uh, I, those two scenarios I'm cool with. I'll tell you what I'm not cool with is Georgia winning this one in a really close game. I just, I don't know why, like that scenario bothers me. Um, and I just, I, th- I need to see TCU win this game, or I need to see a, a blowout on the uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. And I guess I'm I'm curious from you guys, what do you actually think is going to happen? I think we'll probably talk spreads here, um, you know, at the end of the at the end of the episode. But what do you think is going to happen? Not talking spread or anything like that. I mean, are you seeing a Georgia blowout? Do you see TCU hanging early? What's your your early thoughts on this one? I got I got Georgia by double digits. Um, Personally, I want TC to win the game, but I don't think it's going to happen. 
fair enough. Yeah, Dave, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Georgia by a lot too. I just think that all that house money, all of that good luck that they had against Michigan. I mean, not really good luck because you know Michigan puked on themselves, but a lot of things had to go TCU's way. I mean, let's just face the facts. A fumble on the one, two pick sixes. Those are just things that. I mean, I guess Georgia could have that happen, but it seems very, very unlikely that that could happen for them two games in a row. Um, and I just, I mean, you look at just the raw talent on these teams, TCU is going out there with one five-star. Georgia, like six. I mean, they have like 26 four-stars. TCU has like seven. I mean, it's just, it is a... Uh, <laughs> It's a tall mountain for that team to climb talent-wise, certainly. Yeah, so I agree on that, and I also think that, you know, yeah, we could probably sit here and maybe make the claim that Michigan overlooked TCU on this. That's one thing you can probably bet that Georgia's not going to do after they just beat Michigan in the semi. So, I don't know. I think something else to take into account going forward. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm seeing a uh... – Georgia blowout, and I see myself going to bed early Monday night and not staying up for this one. <laughs> Truthfully, I think uh, Georgia going to bed early either way. Don't get yourself. Got to got to work on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. That's a that's a fair point. I guess uh, my my last question here on college football, and then I really want to uh, you know Pat. Pat has his Aiden Hutchinson jersey on, which is sweet, and that means we got to talk a lot of Lions and a lot of NFL. But last thing on college football and specifically on Michigan, um, Pat, Brant, how do you rate this season, 1 through 10, the way it uh, start to finish, you know, the way it ended? What's your, uh, your final rating here? Uh, for the season itself, I'd put it at an 8. Um, for the game, you're obviously let down, right? But uh, for the season itself, an eight, eight and a half, even because what you got to look at it is the fact that you know they've they've now made it to the playoff two consecutive years. Is Jim Harbaugh zero and six in the postseason? Yeah, he is. However, the last two years, just looking at those, I mean, you got to be hopeful for the future. So, assuming uh, old Jimmy's going to stick around, that's if he's not suspended by the NCAA too. I was for, uh... if we're going to bring that up or not? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that in a second in my in my uh, my my takes here. Go ahead, Brant. Yeah, Dave. I'm just, as a season as a whole, I'll put it as an, a nine. I mean, the the win in Columbus alone just carries so much weight. Just because I mean, since 2000, and now you give the confidence to the classes that are coming through after these guys leave. Like, hey, they got it done. We can get it done now. Now you're building that self belief in the program. Uh, that's so valuable. So I'll, I'll put it at a nine. Obviously, the stinker against TCU. Yeah, that sucks. But you threw two pick sixes and were in the game. Like, you were driving to go win it at the end. Uh, Olo Timi makes the mistake or however him and J.J. were not on the same page. It snaps it to his, you know, shin. It, it's just so many things went wrong that it took that many mistakes for TCU to beat them. I'll put it at a nine, man. I'm probably right there with you guys, like maybe more so at the eight and a half, just because, I mean, the season itself was awesome. There's no way you can call 13 and, and 0 heading in a back-to-back Big Ten championships, winning in Columbus, doing all of the things, and then somehow say that this was like a letdown of a season. I think like the letdown for me is that we got to the same spot we got to last year and we lost. And not only did we lose, we didn't show up for the for the second year in a row. And that was really disappointing because um, 
we were not outmatched talent wise against TCU. We were outcoached. And last year, you can say against Georgia, you just didn't have the the talent that they had. But you had more talent against TCU, and you got outcoached. And to Pat's point, Jim hasn't won in these in these bowl games. Now, yeah, sure, he's won in the Big Ten championship game, but he's also beaten Big Ten West teams. Let's not let's not uh, fluff up that Iowa team last year or Purdue this year as it was some huge victory. He's got to be able to get it done, um, and and he hasn't yet. And I don't think he's going to get the criticism, nor should he at this point. Like, he's not capable. He can't take him to these heights. I mean, Michigan fans, you cannot be complaining right now about where this program is at. Michigan is elite right now. They're back with the big boys, and I think that they're, they're here to stay. Um, I think what also just kind of clouds the end of this season is guys, we are six days removed from this game and the headlines since the, since that loss that night, which sucked are here are the NFL rumors, Jim Harbaugh to the NFL, Jim Harbaugh talking to the Carolina Panthers. Um, Broncos are interested. Um, the Colts are interested. He's got a tight relationship with Jimmy or say like you knew it was going to happen. Um, but that's just, I mean, we're not even a week removed from the season. Those are the headlines. I'm also not blaming that on Jim, by the way. I think that is, that's bound to happen. It's happened literally every single year since he has, has been here. But then you follow up in the last 48 hours with some significant violations that the Michigan football program has committed under Jim Harbaugh. And it, it, these are not huge violations that are like they were cheating and doing all this stuff. They, they violated rules with uh, recruitment. It sounds like during the, the COVID uh, during the COVID times, whatever they were. So they did something they weren't supposed to be doing. And from what I have read and understand, it wasn't that big of a deal, but what is a big deal is it sounds like Jim Harbaugh wasn't truthful in the investigation from the NCAA. And had he been forthcoming, we wouldn't be where we're at right now with the headlines that we are. And the reality is, is that, is they're calling this a a level two, possibly level one violation for Michigan. There's been precedent that's been set that Jimmy's likely to get su- suspended for some games, um, at, at least a game. I mean, more games than Mozzie Smith um, <laughs> to uh, to start to start next season. And it's just no, it's not the end of the. I mean, luckily Michigan plays once again like Pioneer High School in September, and it's not a big, a huge deal um, if that happens. But my point is, you're six days removed from uh, another really. Ex- I mean, this season was so exciting, like from start to finish. They fall flat on their face against TCU. You got to deal with the NFL stuff again. Jim can't just definitively say nope. He's staying. He has to do it in in his Harbaugh type of way. Um, no, I expect to be coaching at Michigan, but no man knows the future. Like you know, he's just being Jim. And then uh, and then to follow it up with these violations, like just the timing of all this is. I'm not blaming him for the way the timing of this has come out, but it's frustrating as a Michigan fan. You guys agree? Disagree? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's frustrating uh, for sure. Uh, I do fully expect him to be back next year, uh, you know, pending, I guess, really the outcome of the investigation and what actually comes down suspension-wise and whatnot for him or if there is a suspension or not. But I would expect him to be back there. And, yeah, it's frustrating. But, I mean, to, to Brant's point, I mean, and even to what you are just talking about, falling flat on your face in that TCU game, I mean, you can hardly even say they fell on their face. I mean, that was, that was a one, like you said, driving to, driving to win the game uh, on the last possession there. Uh, so, 
yeah, anyway, sorry, a little off track. Yes, I expect Jim will be back there next year, and yes, it is frustrating. Yeah, it's super frustrating, Dave. What's even more frustrating is you saying Michigan's not playing anybody next year. Eastern Carolina just won the <laughs> Ticket Smart. They won the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. You're they did? Gonna disrespect the Birmingham Bowl champions like that? Are you Would joking they, me? Is that the game, and correct me if I'm wrong, that they beat um, Ovid Elsey Middle School, who was down <laughs> half of their seventh grade squad? I, I just I cannot believe you're going to do that to the Birmingham Bowl champions, Dave. And uh, we'll see him September second. I'll tell you that right now. Dave. We're bringing, yeah, him. and I'll and I'll be there with the boys, and we'll be ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Jim will be there. I'll be there. I don't right. know if Jim will be there. <laughs> that's a that is a fair fair point. Oh, all right. That's it. That's all I can do on Michigan football right now. We will we'll we'll talk uh, some recruiting and and all that good stuff. NIL sounds like Michigan might be getting their uh, their ducks in a row. We'll have to see, but that's not what's important right now. Let's talk Lions. Well, boys, the Lions have a chance to make the playoffs, which is insane. Um, they have been, in my opinion, the most exciting team in the NFL the last half of the season. That's not just being biased from this area. I just think that they are the most exciting team in the NFL. And I think low-key, they're like a... I, I don't know this for a fact, but it feels oh like they're America's God. team right now. I can't even tell you. I'm telling right you, now. dude, if you... Brett, Pat, listen, listen to me, listen. If you read anything, like, nationally, like, nobody actually believes that the Lions are, like, Super Bowl contenders. But Loki, everybody is like they like Dan Campbell and are like, dude, the Lions, the Lions are exciting. I mean, okay. they're America's team. <clears throat> All right, so the fact that the Cowboys fan would say that is hilarious. <laughs> um, also, I would agree they have been the most exciting team to watch the last half of the season, at least these last you know uh, six to nine weeks. But uh, that said, yeah, <laughs> uh, the Packers have also been kind of on the up and up, obviously, as we've all been taking it of as well. Uh, even though we did pick off Aaron Rodgers three times to win a very exciting, what, 15-9 to nine final uh, way back in, I forget what week that was, week nine maybe. Um, anyway, yes, they're exciting to watch. I'm pumped. The fact, the one other thing I want to take away from this is can any of us, the three of us here, believe or did they, we expect the Lions were going to be in playoff hopefuls in week 18? I absolutely knew it. Um, no, I'm just kidding, dude. I Pat, if you go back and listen to like the first and second week of October, I went on the podcast and said the season is over. They were one in four and one in five, and I said that's it. Call it. Um, let's yeah. go get a high draft pick. That's where well, I. Was, that's and, where and, I was at at that point in the season. You know what I mean? And I don't blame you there, and I don't think anyone else would have you know thought anything else of it. But here we are, you know. All I can think is, uh, you remember that scene out of Step Brothers where he's like, what are you doing? I'm burying you. That's what was Dave burying the Lions back in like week six after they had just lost to the Patriots. And I mean, Dave, I was right there with you, man. I was done with them. It was a nightmare. Um, but yeah, and now, here they and now I'm trying to cheer for them. They're like, dude, don't touch my drum set. Like, I'm, yeah. it's like, you're too yeah. little, too late. Too little, They're too in late. Straight up zombie mode. They're back from the dead. Here they come. Uh, yeah. but no, I think, I think this team, 
Dave, I cannot believe I'm going to say this because this was just beat into our heads in August. This team's got a lot of grit. Um, <laughs> there it is. Hot take. There. Hot take. Dude. There. This team that has is. a lot of grit. And, uh, yep. I mean, Dan's got the boys playing hard. He does. He does. And and the scenario for Lions fans is is this. It's, it's very clear cut at, at this point. It is uh, the the Rams and Seahawks will play around 4.30-ish p.m. on Sunday. The Rams need to beat the Seahawks. Yep, that hurts your draft pick. Doesn't matter, though. If you're a Lions fan, you, you're hoping to be able to play that Sunday night to make the playoffs. And the Rams need to beat the Seahawks for that to happen. Okay, And then the Lions need to go into Sunday night football into Lambeau Field. And they need to beat the Packers. Those are the two things that needs to happen for the Lions to to make the playoffs. Now, we all hate the Packers, right? And yes, Pat, Cowboys fan through and through. But I'm a Lions fan second. I have to be. I have to watch them every Sunday at 1 p.m. Not this week, baby. So the bottom line is, yeah, that's true. Not this week. NFL had to change that. How you like that, Goodell? So um, I... I still think that if the Seahawks win that game in that time slot, I'm still pulling hard for the Lions Sunday night football, even though they can't make the playoffs because a win against the Packers means Aaron Rodgers does not make the playoffs, which dude, you want to talk about grit brand and like what this team is built on. Like you can only can, can control what you can control right now in this moment and that night. And they can control that game. And you heard Dan Campbell say it. They're going to play it like it is a playoff game. I think Detroit will be they will be pesky, they will be annoying, they will be young, they're probably going to make some mistakes, but I think that they're going to play really tough and what would be better than to spoil Aaron Rodgers uh, you know, playoff berth. I especially after he's been flapping those gums about Detroit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is Matthew Stafford not playing for the Rams this weekend? Is Baker in it? It's Baker. Yeah, okay. But, whoa, hold on, though. Would that not be the most Stafford thing ever? People would bring out their Detroit Rams jerseys that they bought last year and say, Stafford's doing this for us. He's doing it for us. He's coming out there. He's wheeling out in a wheelchair, and he's going to sling it one more time just to get the Lions to the playoffs. Can you imagine that storyline? He literally has the Detroit Rams jersey on him, like on an accident, yeah. and he comes out of the tunnel. He does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is wow. I actually just put that together in my head. Is that when you asked that question, Brant? This could be the most. This could be the most beautiful Lions story ever created. Would be Matt Stafford coming, r- rising from the from his casket to go and play in Week 18, get a Rams win. And then allowing the Lions to go win and make the playoffs. Wow, that is I can see the uh, the storylines already. Um, I do I do want to talk about um, just kind of around the league a little bit though too. So let's look at them and bring up my phone for a second so I can see where things stand right now. So it looks like in the NFC things are like six of the seven teams are locked. Is that right? You got yeah, four. I think so. So I, I and we don't need to go through every scenario. Who's going to be the one seed? I know the Cowboys yeah. and Eagles, and yeah, but you've got the 49ers, Vikings, the Bucks, Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants are are locked up in a different order, seeds one through six, and then this seven seed is going to be the Seahawks, the Lions, or the Packers, right? So 
Um, I mean, I guess, guys, who do you want? Who would you want to play? So, out of it, I'm I'm saying the the Lions make the playoffs. Out of those teams that I named, I know like the the Giants wouldn't be a contender, but I mean, like, would you rather play probably the the Niners, right? Isn't that who it would be? Or or it could be, I guess, depending on how this shakes out. Okay, it could be the Niners, Cowboys, or Eagles, right? Is that correct? Niners, <laughs> Cowboys, Eagles. Those are the only three po- possibilities. It wouldn't be the yeah, Vikings. You can't play the, yeah, you can't play the Vikings, correct. Right. And, you and can't it wouldn't the be Buccaneers. the Bucks. Yeah. Yep. So, so, yep. so yeah. it'd be one, one of those three teams. So of those three teams, who would you uh, who would you like to, to play? I already know what Pat's going to say. 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys. <laughs> oh, you want me to? Okay. Yeah, I'll jump in here. Uh, Honestly, <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm so conflicted so right now. If I'm the like, Cowboys play the Lions, and the Lions miraculously make it to the playoffs. Yeah, winning that. Ask, Who do you want to win that game? Ask him the question. Ask him I, that question. I want to know too because I have felt here. Hold on, Brant. Before you answer that question, I have felt all year long, Brant, who's been a Cowboys fan with me since we were young bucks just slowly fading away from the Cowboys, and he is. I'm surprised he doesn't have a Lions jersey, jersey on with you right now, Pat. Who would you Dude, want I've to win, sw- Brent? I've been switching back and forth between the Lions and the Cowboys. Like, I got all my Lions gear. I got Lions gear. I'm a Lions um, fan too, guys. Dave. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Pick a team. Pick a right. team. Pick, pick a lane, Sally. Um, yeah. No, I, I really think. If you're the Lions, you are probably rooting for the Cowboys to be the one seed. This is all dependent, though, unless Jalen Hurts is going to be out for that first game, you would want to draw Gardner Minshew. Absolutely. That's who you want to play. Um, but I don't see Jalen Hurts missing. I, I don't know if he's he, playing this weekend. He's supposed to play this weekend. Supposed to, sure. Um, we'll go with that. I, I just – man, I would rather pull the Cowboys if I'm the Lions. If – if uh, Fair enough. I'm with you, if uh, Jalen's playing, then yeah, probably the Cowboys. But there's a really, really big part of me that would want to play the Eagles in the first round, just so I can one maybe go to the game, uh, and maybe maybe <laughs> do the fly. Who knows? But no. But seriously, but really, I was gonna say, just to rub it let's in go. all of these people's faces here, and be the one dude that's probably getting beer bottles thrown at him by all these crazy Philadelphia fans. <laughs> Yeah, not to mention Dude. the early, the week Dude. one loss, 38-35 or whatever that final was. I mean, this is a revenge game for them. I mean, they yeah. also lost to the yeah. Cowboys. But, um, I mean, this is a, that game, they had them on the ropes. I mean, they had the Eagles down, and they let them off the hook. It would be a, a great revenge game for them. And I think they match up well with, with basically every – I don't think they match up well with the 49ers. And I explained this to earlier today. It's just that crazy. defense for the 49ers. And they, they keep the ball away from you. They run the ball well. George Kittle's an absolute monster. Will cause Detroit many problems. And, but, you know, you still are playing a third-string quarterback, though, so maybe you can get to Purdy, rock him a little bit. Just The NFC is completely up for grabs. It's – all right, all right. I I, I agree. Let, let let me let me flip that question though, okay? And, and by the way, I, I agree with you guys. I'm not I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm not I try not to be a homer on things. If I if I'm the Lions, I, I would def, definitely want to play the uh the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are are overrated to be honest with you. But um I'm going to flip that question cuz I think it's an interesting one. If you are the 
Cow- and I'm lumping these teams together, I know. But if you are the Cowboys, the Eagles, or the Niners, who would you want to play out of the three possible teams that we are talking about Seahawks. as the seventh seed? And that would be the Lions, the Seahawks, or uh, who, who am I forgetting? Lions or Packers? Lions, Seahawks, or Packers? Yeah, I'm saying, saying Seahawks. Seahawks Pat? I mean, Why that's that? the you have the other two teams are literally the two hottest teams in the NFL right now, and you got to be worried about Aaron. I mean, the media is already looking overlooking this game in Week 18 against the Lions, saying that they've already written off like they're going to win in Lambeau, which is obviously a huge advantage. Um, and Rodgers is just starting to pop off. We haven't even seen the MVP Aaron Rodgers performances yet this year. And now you got uh, the rookie receiver, uh, Christian, what's his name? Christian Watson and, and Romeo Dobbs back now. And like one of the first games all year they played together, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I think definitely not the pack. And then, again, because we've been the Lions, not we, excuse me, the Lions have been, again, one of the hottest teams in the league since then. And the Seahawks have kind of been like up and down all year. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking it's got to be All the right. Seahawks and then the Lions and then the Packers in that order. Okay, that's good. I I like that you put in the order. So, Brant, that goes to you then. What order would you put it in? I'll go Seahawks, Lions, Packers. I will – is that the same order, Pathead? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh yeah, I think the Seahawks have a lot of holes. I don't think they're a complete team. I've seen them play a few times. Not super impressed with them. They can pop off, but it, it, there's a less chance of that. And just a staple of Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you, I just consistent, and he seems to be getting hot right now. I watched him play that entire game against Miami, and he just kind of willed them to a win, it felt like. So I would rather not play uh, the Packers and – um, the Lions will be basically the toughest team, I think. You think? Okay. Yeah, I um, I, yeah, Seahawks is definitely who they'd want to play. I think that they are the uh, the worst of those of those three. I, I'd rather play the Packers over the Lions. I know I said it a couple weeks ago. I think the Lions. Pat, you're right. I mean, the Lions and Packers are like two of the hottest teams in the NFL. Um. I wouldn't want to play the Lions. I kind of know what the Packers are, and and I'm not scared of Aaron Rodgers anymore. I know the name scares everybody, right? Just like Tom, the name Tom Brady scares everybody. Aaron Rodgers has been much more of a game manager this year than he has just been like taking over taking over games, and they're running the football really well. Okay, um, I believe they're supposed to get Rashawn Gary back on defense as as well, but the the Lions are. I, so my point is, the Packers are, you know who they are. They're the same team they've been, minus Devontae Adams. And watching Aaron Rodgers trying to do this all on his own. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I know what that team is. The team that I don't know, the Lions. The young, pesky, energetic, gritty, 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 gritty <laughs> oh, God. Lions. And, dude, I, I know, Brand. I don't have my tiny hands drop ready, but... Dude, let's not forget they're so small. Let's not forget that Jared Goff has played in a Super Bowl before. So it's not like you've got a quarterback that hasn't been here. And, and no, they did not make the, that Rams team did not make the Super Bowl because of Jared Goff. They made it with Jared Goff. Don't care. My point is your quarterback has experience here. Okay, so you're talking about a young, inexperienced quarterback. 
even like a Geno Smith type of like and been there and been on this stage. Jared Goff has the Lions certainly have their flaws. They I, I think some of these teams could potentially run the ball all over them like you saw Carolina do, which was that which worries me. You kind of don't know what you're going to get week to week at times. But I just have a feeling that this team is going to get up. If they do make the playoffs, I think they will get up for the game that they're going to play more than those other two teams. And that's not the team that I want to play um, in the in, in the first round of the playoffs because they are playing with house money. That's just the bottom line. They got nothing to lose. They're just happy to be there. They were 1-6 yep. to start the season. They're going to come out and just lay it all out on the line. So good luck. Yeah, Dave, I actually screwed that up. I met Seahawks. Packers, Lions, because you said what order would they like to play them? Lions yeah. would be my last team I would want to play. That's oh, okay. That's I screwed that up. Yeah, no, no, no worries. Um, I'm used to it. Nice. <laughs> there it is. Um, all right. Well, oh yeah. All right. So let's shift to the uh, the AFC for a second. Um, some obviously like with what happened with DeMar Hamlin was like absolutely tragic this past week. Thank God he is doing better and, and on the up and up. Um, there's some different weird scenarios because of that whole thing with the bills and the Bengals not being rescheduled and potentially like neutral sites playing out. And do we I don't want to have wanna... an hour to go over all of it, Dave. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, do, I do not have an hour to go over all of it. Um, but I mean, I don't necessarily want to need to go through all of the like the matchup stuff that I just went through in the uh, the NFC, but I am curious, you guys. Kansas City. I mean, I'm just thinking of the big dogs here: Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincy, and then who? Is there anybody else in the AFC like Baltimore? We haven't seen Lamar Jackson play in weeks. Chargers. Are there any teams outside of those three that's worth discussing as possible teams to make a run? No, I, those. I mean, those are the three that you're looking at that are going to make the run. I, if I were a betting man right now to put money on it, I'd say it's going to be one of those three that are going to make it from the AFC. Okay, so Brant, what about you? Dave, are the Dolphins an option? Do, can uh, they still? Make they're the not eliminated. They're not eliminated. Okay, and the Patriots can still make the playoffs so. too. I believe. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Uh, I think those two teams can still right. make the playoffs. So, so the Dolphins can can make the playoffs with a win against the Jets, and then and plus a New England loss. Okay, I'll take yeah. Miami in that boat. I I know they're playing. I believe that I think Skylar Thompson is playing for them. Is that correct? I think that, that is correct. Right? And that's not uh, good. No, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. But I think with a win and then um, with a New England, I don't think New England's beating Buffalo. So I think Miami's going to make the playoffs. I could see this odd scenario where they use Mike McDaniel schemes up Skylar Thompson to play well enough. He's a running quarterback. Typically doesn't work in the NFL. Like if you can't throw the ball, you're not going to be successful in this league. But I think for like a couple of shot games, why not? Um, I'll take Miami to make the noise out of, I'm sorry. I don't really remember the group. I know that you said the chargers. Um, Who else? So, um, the teams that I named outside of those three would be um, the two I asked were like the Chargers and the Ravens. I mean, you can throw throw the Jags, the Patriots in there. No, give but... me the give me the Dolphins, man. I don't know. I if they have any chance of getting Teddy Bridgewater back, give me the Dolphins and Teddy B. Dude, but the thing is, man, they Miami's got a tough road. 
not only is Skylar Thompson your quarterback, but they're playing against the Jets this weekend. That Jets defense is no joke. Yeah, uh, but he's playing. Do you know who's starting for the Jets? No, I don't. Who? Joe Flacco. Ooh. Well, dude, old Ravens faithful. He played just fine. He played earlier this season. <laughs> I'm done. Dude. Okay, dude. long enough. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that is not going to be a not going to be a walk in the park game. Now, if they do win that game, I think it is a likely scenario, Brent, that they could get in because they need a New England loss. New England plays the Bills, so I mean that's a that that's a, a likely uh, likely scenario. But dude, I mean, I I, I kind of like the Dolphins, um, so I, that would be cool for me. I mean, I'd love to see uh, Tua somehow make it back. Uh, but you gotta love, yeah, like the Tyreek and Jalen Waddle sort of duo. Been a been a a fun team to watch this year. Um, so of those, the three, so that's maybe a team to to, to keep an eye on. Um, of the the three big teams in the AFC, the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs. Who do you guys see making a run this year? Like whose year is it out of the AFC for the uh, before Week 18, before the playoffs get started? Who are we? Are we talking Mahomes? Is it a Josh Allen year? Is it Joe Burrow? Where Where are you guys at? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd love to see Joe Burrow and the Bengals make a run, um, but I I, uh, I think it's going to be if uh, out of any of those, like Bills are like kind of like the they were the you know preseason fave to like win everything, right? Um, so it's easy to bet with those guys, but I think the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes um, are going to be a team to reckon with from the AFC this year and best chance to make a run. Okay, Brant. I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but I'm with Pat on this one. I'll roll with the Chiefs. I, I just, they have all like, how can you not like nobody stops Travis Kelsey? Nope. It's mind blowing that there's no game plan to stop them. <laughs> there's, there's all these great NFL defensive coordinators, all these great NFL defensive players, obviously, and nobody can stop this man. It is absolutely. Insane, and obviously Pat Mahomes is going to do Pat Mahomes things. Um, I love their chances. Their defense has actually improved some. Uh, they do get stops. I, I do like the way that they're they're trending, and the Bills are just in turmoil right now. I, you know, obviously they're dealing with the Demar Hamlin situation. They didn't get to finish their game against the Bengals. I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. They're so Josh Allen dependent to Stephon Diggs dependent. So I don't love their run game. Their defense has been more suspect than not. So, and obviously, and this is the thing that people aren't talking about, and probably for good reason. Demar Hamlin's a really good player. Like oh he, yeah, he's a, he's a great he was, safety. He was having a great year. Um, so, so that's something to take into account too. I feel like this Demar Hamlin situation could be the fuel to the fire that the Bills need. Like this seems like the type of Super Bowl story, if you will, that is. And thank God he is okay, or at least appears to be okay, right? He's talking as of today. He's breathing on his own. Lots of really, really positive signs. Um, but that was traumatic across the league. What happened? Um, it was traumatic for anybody watching it. I can't imagine how traumatic it was for his family. I think. And I and I hear the story today that he like FaceTimes into like the Bills locker room and his three words are love you boys. And I think that 
Not that I'm trying to to be the one playing on the emotional side of the fence here, but I find that those sort of stories and because Brant, everything you just named about the Bills is is facts. Like th- that is all true. I see a scenario where the Bills are going to use this Demar Hamlin story to get them over the hurdle and make it to the Super Bowl. So I, as it stands today, January sixth, as we record this, I'll take the uh, the Bills and man. Dude, do you guys remember that game last year between the Bills and the Chiefs? Epic. Dude, that was like the best NFL game I think I've yeah, ever watched. Awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. And then obviously the Bengals Chiefs follows it up. Like yeah. the, the NFL playoffs, there is nothing like it. And and before we get off this topic real quick, Dave, uh do you know that the NFL has two Saturday games this week? Yep. Yeah, so they they go four thirty and then they go eight PM. Why not? So this is my great idea. We move the 4 o'clock game to 1 o'clock. We move the 8 o'clock game to 4 o'clock. And then you move the national championship to the 8 p.m. time slot on Saturday. We would all love that. <laughs> I, I don't understand the Monday. I, I, I don't understand the Monday national championship at all. You, you effectively have uh, – well, the, the Titans-Jags game isn't effectively a playoff game, right? Like someone's got to win that division, so that's that's a playoff game, and then you follow that up with Georgia TCU, just lights out amazing weekend. I, I, I hate staying up until midnight on a Monday for yeah the national I, championship. I'm game. not going to yeah I, I'm I'm really it not sucks. I don't I don't plan on unless it's some crazy good game which I'm not right. anticipating it's going to be. I'm I'm with you, dude. I think that is exactly what should happen. Just uh, like I feel like the Super Bowl should. Either A, Monday should be a national holiday where we don't have to go to work, or B, the Super Bowl should be played on a Saturday night. It just I'm with shouldn't it. be. Yeah. And like, it, you already have the week off before it. Right. So it's not, rest is not a thing. So I'm totally with you there, too. And I just want this known. That's a genius idea from a really a genius guy. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. Thank you. Pat, before we uh, before we shift into the next segment, how are you feeling, man? You feeling clammy? You look yeah, a little you sick know, over there. Just a little. Bless you. Bless me. Thank me. Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> just a little under weather, but no, we good. Happy to be here, man. Good, good, man. This is so fun. <laughs> we gotta we gotta get you back on. All right, Brand, bring us home in the betting segment. All right, Dave. Let's start with the college football national championship. The dogs, twelve and a half point favorites <laughs> over the Horn Frogs. Where's your Horn Frog? Uh? You got anything for the Red Frogs? Yep, hold on. Ribbit. Ribbit. <laughs> wow. Okay, where the crawdads sing. We got we got the frogs down there. All right, well, let's go. 12 and a half point favorites. Pat, are they covered? Dude, give me Duggan, baby. All right, give him Duggan. I want TCU. Wow. 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 Well, I told you I thought, okay, I, told you I, thought Dave, I was we... going to win, but I'll bet on, I'll bet on TCU. Give it to me. He's got COVID brain. Look out. He's all over the map. Take his phone away. Right? Guy can't smell anything, taste anything. It's like, oh, right, Dave, wow. You got, man? Oh, yeah. I'll take I'll take Georgia for sure covering that 12 and a half and then some. Kirby, back-to-back champion. Sounds good to me. Stetson Bennett, back-to-back mm-hmm. champion. They cover the 12 and a half. Easy. No problem. Give me the dogs. All right, Titans-Jags, like I said before, effectively a playoff game. Jags favored by six and a half. Everyone's favorite quarterback starting for the Tennessee Titans, Josh Dobbs, once a lion. Who you got? 
Um, Go ahead, Pat. I'll take the Jags to cover. Sorry, the, the Titans to cover. Titans to cover six and a half. Jags okay. to win the game. Titans yeah. money line? Titans money line. Wow. He likes Whoa. Josh Dobbs. He's a big he's a big Derrick Henry fan, though. You gotta remember that. Yeah, that Pat is true. Loves him some King Henry. Yep. Sure does. Um I'll take the Titans plus six and a half, but I I would not take Titans on the money line. I just looking at that quarterback matchup alone, I would think that the Jags will win. It's in Jacksonville, but I mean I'll be pulling for the Titans. I just Trevor Lawrence just he just annoys me. I don't know. It just seems like sunshine from Remember the Titans. Sunshine. sunshine. Someone give my boy Trev some love. Those locks. Give me the six and a half. They're covering. I'm good with the Jags. I'm rolling with them. There we go. Saturday night. Um, all right. Ravens at Bengals. Bengals. Can they cover nine at home? Pat, go ahead. Rome with Joey B. He's covering at home. Yeah. Wow. That's a yeah. big fat number. And I I think the Bengals will easily win this game, but nine points is a lot in the NFL. I'll, I will take Baltimore plus nine. I'm grabbing Baltimore plus nine as well. Um, I, I can see the Bengals winning this game, but give me the nine points with the Ravens. All right, the moment everybody's been waiting for, Lions at Packers. Give me some of that. Kerry Underwood, Sunday night football. Been waiting all day for a Sunday night. Yeah, it sounds better, it sounds better when you say it, definitely. But I'd rather, but I'd rather look at Kerry's legs. <laughs> Dude, I just shaved. They look really good. You're wrong. Um, the, okay, anyone, pod's off the rails. Let's get it back. Get that image out of their mind, like me and Dave can't right now. <laughs> what do you got, dude? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't hear any difference between mine and hers version, dude. Sounds the same. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you right now, I am going to be taking the Lions. Yeah, on the money line. Forget about it. All right, I am rolling with the Packers. Give me the four and a half cover. (laughs) There's the real Cowboys fan coming out. There it is. There it is. There it is. is. Money line, baby. It's oh, in, he's it's got in, the Hutch it's jersey. It's going to be cold. Yep. Lions going to be up for it. It's going to be great. Lions yeah. on money line. All right, before we hop off, let me tell you this story real quick about this guy I work with. So before I left today, he was like, hey, I won't be in Monday. I'm like, hey, what's what's going on? Why won't we be here? He's like, hey, I'm going to uh, Wisconsin. I'm, I'm going to be at the game. And I'm like, sweet. Not, not a football fan. Doesn't care about football. I don't know, uh, but he his buddy had these tickets, right? And his other friends bailed on him, so he asked this guy to go with him. Um, and the guy said, do you have 500 bucks to go? And the guy says, no, I don't have $500. <laughs> um, and so he says, all right. Well, give cool. him a reason, Brent. That's your fault. <laughs> right, that's, that's on me. And then he says, um, the guy says to him, all right, then why don't you uh, drive and uh, pay for gas, and you'll stay with me in the hotel, and we'll go to the game, whatever. And he says, ah, I got bad tires, dude. You don't want me to drive. Um, so, 
So the guy ends up just telling him, all right, dude, just pay for the gas. I'll drive. I'll take my car. You get put up in the hotel. You get to go to Lambeau Field on Sunday night for the game. He's like, I'm down. I can pay for the gas. Weaver Believer's faithful just coming through. Coming through. He'll be at the game. I'll be super jealous. That's going to be an awesome time. I'm sure it'll be freezing cold out there, but definitely be a good time, man. Dude, absolutely. That is awesome. Well, hey, fellas, this was an absolute ball. I was dreading doing this episode, but having Pat on here made it that much better. Yeah, Jesus, dude. I know. I'm worried about you. Yeah, we you got to get checked out. Um, but no, dude, it, seriously, it was awesome having you. I hope dude, you, you have fun. Here. This was awesome. Hope to do it again sometime. Yeah. Yep, we got to run it back for sure. All right. If you have not done so already, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Positive comment goes a long way. Appreciate you guys sticking with us through this uh, this cold part of the uh, the winter. But as college football wraps up, it's also uh, to time to get into the NFL playoffs, which is always a good time. Dave, Pat, Brant, we're all out of here. See you next time. Riverside.